Crime Scene and Cupcakes is an independent podcast created in the Anchor app, funded mainly through advertising. The podcast often has coarse language and disturbing content. Please listen wisely. Hey guys, it's Marianne, dog mom, baker, true crime podcast maker, And I know we had initially promised to begin our series on Adam Herman today. But instead, I am coming to see if you can help in two active missing persons cases. Because they are urgent and they need our help. Fasika Tadell and Kendra Patello. Both of these cases have seen very little media coverage. And both of these cases involve people from very diverse ethnic backgrounds. Their families are desperate for answers. So I am asking you guys, please share their missing posters on social media. Help get the word out for these families. First, we're going to be discussing Fasika Tadell. He's a black male whose family had immigrated from Ethiopia. 22-year-old Fasiga Tadell was on his way from Orlando, Florida to Wichita, Kansas. He was visiting family here when his GPS had shown that his car suddenly stopped moving west of St. Louis. It stayed there for about a day before it began moving again. The family was able to learn through the insurance company that someone had sideswiped Fasika on the highway in a hit-and-run accident. A tow truck driver took the car to a lot and dropped Fasika off at a gas station nearby. That was on April 16th, and no one had heard from him since. Now, I'm sure everybody's wondering, well, how could you not know or really understand? Well, the search for a missing loved one is hard on any family, but now try to imagine doing it when the search covers three states, half a country, and a language barrier. This is exactly what the Wichita family is struggling with. Family in both Florida and Wichita have spent months searching for Fasica and they're having difficulty communicating with law enforcement, getting the answers they need. So they went to a local community leader, Larry Burks, with the Wichita NAACP. When the family did in fact talk to someone at the accident site in Missouri, they were able to get a little bit of information. And this information came from Larry Burks when he talked to KAKE. But it was only that the accident did in fact take place. That's what they got. Yeah, there was an accident. When the family came here, we went down to the patrol station north and we attempted to file a missing persons report. But then they found out, hey, there's already a missing report in the system. Where did that come from? The family said, it's okay. We're glad there was already one, but where did that come from? Kinfei Tadell Mikai is Fasika's father. I hope I did not butcher that name. I can't tell you enough 
how depressed I am right now. He had told Cake, barely able to hold back his tears during a news conference, as he described missing his son. Other family members are hurting too. Fasika's uncle said that Fasika's mother cries every day. Dealing with three different law enforcement agencies across state lines has been complicating the search for witnesses who might help them figure out where Fasika is right now. There is just a void of information and that makes it altogether more difficult, Burks from the NAACP had explained. The family says that Fasika left his clothing and laptop behind in the damaged car. His phone is not working. And as far as they know, he hasn't tried to call anyone on anyone else's phone either. They say this is not normal for the young man and they described him as quiet and helpful to the entire family. He has not gone this long without reaching out. Now we ourselves have reached out to the Missouri Highway Patrol trying to figure out who else we can contact because he was last seen in Weldon, Missouri. And we tried looking for the local police department there. We couldn't find much information. So we reached out to the Missouri Highway Patrol and asked if anybody might know which gas station Fasica may have been taken to. Is there any surveillance footage that might show where he may have gone? Our next missing person is Kendra Nicole Batello. She's a 24-year-old missing indigenous woman from the Muscogee tribe in Enid, Oklahoma. Now, even though she's from Enid, there have been some reports that she may have been seen in Wichita, Kansas. According to the Enid Police Department, 24-year-old Kendra was reported as a missing person on July 12th by her mother, who had said she had last heard from her on midnight of July 7th. Kendra has black hair and dark brown eyes. She weighs about 115 pounds, is five feet, eight inches tall, and is known to travel to Bristow. Family members say Kendra has dimples and currently has short hair, but she often wears wigs of various hair colors. According to family members, Kendra has some mental health issues and some substance abuse disorders. And sometimes that happens where in those cases, police don't always take the case as seriously. And Kendra's family believes that is happening here. Kendra had been with her boyfriend the last time that she had been seen. Her boyfriend's name is Colby Shepard. Now, prior to the last time family had heard from her, since she was with her boyfriend, they're concerned because there had been issues of domestic violence in that relationship. Coupled with the fact that the family says he continues to give varying and confusing accounts of the last time he had seen Kendra. The Enid Police Department stated that the last confirmed sighting of Kendra Batello was reported on July 20th after knocking on the door of a woman's house in Pawnee and asking for a glass of water. And I don't know about anyone else, but there's just something about that. The fact that she would go to a woman's house in the middle of the night 
to ask for a glass of water just makes me feel like there was something wrong there. The woman saw a post about Kendra missing and reported it to the Enid Police Department on July 21st. Family members said it's unusual for Kendra not to have any contact with family members for several days or for her to not be active on social media. They say that all of her phone calls go straight to voicemail. A search for Kendra was organized by the Missing and Murdered Indigenous People of South Central Kansas, and family members have conducted a prayer vigil recently at the Garfield County Courthouse Lawn. But there just has been scant to no media coverage when it comes for the search in Oklahoma for Kendra Botello. There has been more coverage in Wichita, Kansas for the search for Kendra than there has been in Eden, Oklahoma. Now, if something did happen in Oklahoma, that's where it's very troubling. Because if the sightings in Wichita were wrong, and we're focusing more of a search here than they are in Oklahoma, I can understand the frustration of Kendra's family. So Reyes said if she could say anything to Kendra, who she said is a smart, clever, and beautiful woman with a contagious smile, it would be that her family loves her and wants her to come home. Just come back home or just call your grandmother or your sisters. Reach out to one of us and let us know you're okay. Reyes also said, if she needs anything, she can always call me and reach out to me. I'll be there in a minute, a heartbeat to get her, whatever she needs, and most of all, that we love her. We love her tremendously. Anyone with information regarding Kendra Patello can call EPD at 580-242-7000 or text EPD tip EPD TIP and a message to 847 411. The case number is 20226114. Before we close today, one of the things I wanted to discuss is that both of these families are families of minorities where they are struggling to get the information out there. And they are so frustrated that when they see certain other missing person cases blow up all over social media within a week, and yet they have been waiting months for their loved one to get noticed, for their loved one to get media attention. And you have to understand how it feels to them. It feels so unfair that they are doing everything they can to try to get the media attention. Kendra Batello's cousin is on TikTok almost every day trying to get her cousin's information out there. Fasika's family, there is such a language barrier to 
navigate the social waters in order to really get his name out there. It's an injustice how those in minorities cannot get their cases, cannot get their loved ones' faces across social media where it needs to be so that their loved one might be found so that other agencies can come on board to help them. And it is so frustrating to me that they have to work this hard when they are already in so much pain. We as a community need to do better. We need to come together for all missing persons. And we need to fight for all of them. We need to be demanding law enforcement treat everyone equally and fairly. We understand resources are tight, then use the damn community. Give us the information so that we can go forward. But then it is our job as a community to pick up the slack and to share this information and to get the information out there and not share it 10 times. This information needs to be going across the United States. Fasica's missing, but it needs to be, it's three states that we need to cover. So I need people to share this information, to try to get it as far and as wide as possible. I need the community to come together because we are a community. The true crime community is a large community. I know there are more out there. There are other podcasters out there. We cover so many cases, but we cannot forget the cases that aren't getting the attention they deserve. We have to continue to push and fight for them to get the attention they deserve. So I'm asking again, if we can please help Kendra Botello's family Vasika Tadell's family. Call upon Enid Police Department, Missouri Highway Patrol, Welding, Missouri. Let's help these families. Thank you guys for listening. Stay safe.